Welcome back to Blending the Rules. I'm Laura. And I'm Haley, and we're two art teachers in a classroom teacher world. Today we're going to talk about unique ways to engage students, um, kind of referring to like that hook at the beginning of your lesson or your anticipatory set, which I That's hate. a fancy word. I hate the word anticipatory. I don't know I, if I've ever used that word before. I mean, not very often. No. But um, I usually just say the hook, the right? Hook. Like, yeah, the that's, what I, that's what I learned in college, and then like... I the longer I taught, it was like, remember. it's an anticipatory set. And I'm like, well, why are we calling it that? Oh, I don't know. Or I'm just not paying attention or something. Well, I'm, well <laughs> do, we need to, do we need to brush up on your terminology? <laughs> Maybe um, we can do another TikTok of things that I don't know as a teacher. So we were just going to kind of run through that really quickly. And, like, if you're a veteran teacher, like, this isn't new information. Um, but we just thought we would just kind of go over the basics of what a hook is in case you didn't oh, get yeah. that. And I think, like... Especially for a veteran teacher, like as I've been teaching longer, you get stuck in your ways and you forget or you don't explore new ways to kind of hook your students and get them interested and excited. And it also helps you as a teacher. Like you might be, if you're feeling kind of like in a rut or like you're just going through the motions, maybe change up how you get your kids excited about things and engaging them Mm -hmm. and it could get you more excited and engaged Mm -hmm. too and I think too it's it's just sometimes it's just hard especially if you've got things you like to do with certain projects like it it is kind of hard to get out of that routine and to Mm -hmm. find something different and I feel like whenever I have a new project it's a lot easier to be like oh how do I want to introduce this or how do I want to go about it um whereas I'm not as likely to um do it if it's like well it worked and it was successful or you know because you don't want to like don't fix it if it ain't broke. Thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so, and like, I think one thing that's really nice about art is that a lot of what we do kind of naturally lends itself to hooking kids. Yes. It is not foolproof. It is not a guarantee, but a lot of what we do and because it's art and because most kids are excited to be here, um, I, I think that's why sometimes I don't get stuck so much on the hook because I'm like, oh, they're going to see my project and be like, woo, that's what we're doing. And then, like, yeah. I don't really have to do a whole lot of, like, getting them into the lesson, which is super yeah. nice. They're excited to be here anyway. Yeah. Um, and then, too, like, I feel like sometimes my hooks look more like a we do, so we're doing something together, or like a you're going to do this more mm-hmm. as kind of like a quick, like, introduction type thing. It's not always... Um, kind of like super common and it might it might look different it's not me just talking at them it might be more of an activity and so I'm going to save some of that though for like our well I think an I do kind of fits in that too if you're doing like a demonstration or something that could be a really yeah exciting way to like hook them so I don't think you should rule out like us just telling them stuff. No, but, but like, not. it's not just us. Like, like I feel like when I think of anticipatory set, when I think of hook, it's me standing in front of the, like, old oh, school. Like, yeah. me standing like in lecturing. front of the class. Like, hey, here's what we're doing. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and not very exciting. And I, I am not saying, I mean, I do that sometimes. But, like, yeah, sometimes I'm not saying I do that a lot. I'm not saying tons of teachers do that. But I feel like that's just kind of what gets stuck in my head when somebody's like, what's the hook of your lesson? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes you just kind of forget. To, yeah. You can't, like, make every single lesson, like, amazing in every single aspect of it. Like, it's not yeah. realistic. Yeah. So don't be too hard on yourself if you're listening no. to this and thinking you have to do all these different things to hook your students. Like, it's fine. Yeah. Um, you mentioned, like, project examples on the board, mm-hmm. but that really can be, like, a hook. Oh, like, yeah. 
um, sitting in your room right now as we're talking, like looking at your board, you have like your I can statements and some of the projects up there and just like the colors and right. just it's eye catching. And so the kids are going to look at that and right. get excited about like, oh, what are we going to do today? Right. And that can just be a simple hook that you're not introducing it yourself mm-hmm. it's just there yeah and I think that's maybe why I don't get so stuck on the hook but I'm sure that there are some yeah. places where um you know if your lesson plans are turned in or something like it's a big push and True. um or maybe you've got something that's maybe not as interesting to teach but you've got to teach it or maybe you don't find it as interesting so like those are the times where it's like let's find a really cool awesome hook um mm-hmm. to like get the kids haha <laughs> hooked on (laughs) what they're um doing gosh that was so cheesy i'm very sorry anyway what are some other ideas you you have that like or like things that you kind of already do regularly not like you're kind of one-off i regularly show videos oh yeah absolutely and so i would assume that a lot of other teachers do too but maybe i'm assuming wrong who knows i don't go out there and like watch a bunch of other teachers but it is so easy to just go on YouTube these days and find awesome videos whether it's like a little interview with an artist you're talking about or even something from like social media like a time lapse of something like kids mm-hmm. love that stuff oh, yeah. or like oh they're like oh it's so satisfying oh, you know you've got the them word satisfying um, or like a, a book, like a picture book. I even mm-hmm. use picture books with older kids too. I yeah. think they like them more than they lead on. Oh, I'm sure. And they like stories. Just all kinds so. of videos. Music videos I've used before. Like, nice. Those are fun. I was looking, so I was doing um, a sea turtle project with one of my younger grades, and I was looking for like a book online. I didn't have like one in he- in my head, yeah. and so I'm like searching on YouTube and like Googling it, and like all the ones I was finding, I was like, eh, it's okay, but there's like something about it I don't like, or it's really, really long and it's going to take up more of my time than I want it to and I found this song about sea turtles (laughs) and um I actually learned more about sea turtles that I didn't know (laughs) listening to the video and then because I heard it you know several times that week I had that song stuck in my head and like I know like I remember everything but I'll tell you what this week when we reviewed the different parts of a sea turtle they remembered everything about the sea turtles they needed to know and I was like yes it worked so like, because cool. they didn't seem super into it. I mean, they were watching, but they weren't yeah. like, like, oh, this is so fun or whatever. And so I was like, okay, they really, like, got that. So I'm like, maybe I need to find more songs, too. Yeah. Like, I love songs, like, more so than, like, a book, I think, to, like, yeah, hook them. And it's usually good. shorter, too, than, like, mm-hmm. reading a book, I feel like. I also like, and I, I need to do this more, but I have some videos of, like, different artists I've shown. And one in particular is we have a local-ish to us children's museum that has Dale Chihuly's artwork Mm -hmm. in it. And I know, like, his artwork is all over the country. So if you're lucky enough to have some of his artwork, like, near you, too, he has lots of videos online on YouTube. You just, like, Google where you are and his name, and you can find all kinds of fun videos of them, like, building it, or, like, a time-lapse. And him, like, doing just, the glass blowing, Yes, too. him doing the glass blowing. So fun to watch. And, or maybe in the specific one, like, where you are, and them showing it and talking about it. Mm-hmm. And that's so engaging to the kids when it's something that they've seen in their own, like, personal life. They're like, oh, my gosh, I've seen that before. Yeah. And it's just so exciting to them. And that's always a great way to hook them is, like, something that they can relate to. Mm-hmm. Something in their life. So whether it's something they've seen in person before or, like, 
something to do with a video game or a book they've read or right. something. It have to be a video, I guess. It just made me, the video topic kind of made me think of that. But you could just be talking about it or showing pictures about it or something that kind of relates to them in a way. Yeah. Did you do anything else that's kind of like your norm before we get into more like unique or like different ideas that we do from time to time? Um, I think the only other thing I thought of when I was thinking of this topic was I, I need to do it more often, but sometimes I just like to change up the order of things. Yeah. So if I typically have like a PowerPoint showing about the unit and then we have like some notes to take and then I do a demonstration and then we do the project like that's all very straightforward and sometimes it gets a little dull I guess Mm -hmm. but if you kind of switch it up like maybe instead of starting with the powerpoint maybe you start with showing them how to draw something and Mm -hmm. then the next day or a little bit later you show them why we're doing that or you just mix things up a little bit so you're not always doing things in like a certain order and it just kind of keeps things a little bit fresh and stuff yeah and I will say you might have to think that through if you have certain kiddos that like need a lot of structure yeah and they're used to a certain order and like a routine in your room you might need to kind of structure that differently or give and I think it just depends on how you present something. it too like yeah hey we're gonna like because that's actually one of my first ideas that kind of like ties in with that is like sometimes I'll have them like practice something and I'm like I won't teach them how to do it I'll just be like hey I want you to practice drawing this and I won't really give them a whole lot of context as to why and I'll tell them it's got something to do with next week and like oh yeah. that always works really nicely when I've got a handful of kids finishing a project but the others kind of need yes. something to do but it's too hard to like transition to something new um so then I feel like that kind of just like brings out some curiosity of like why and then it's always funny when they're like but I don't know how to do that I'm like I just want you to try your best I'm going to teach you how to do it next week I'm going to teach you more about it next week but I want you to try it and like so I feel like that's always interesting and then I feel like usually not always but usually (laughs) the project it turns out a little bit more successful if it was something like super specific that they were trying to draw or build Mm -hmm. or make or whatever um and so that's always kind of fun, too, because it's like, oh, like that practice, like yes. really helped. And that was like super nice. One thing I used to do all the time, and I need to do this more often, I used to do a question of the day. But because I switched oh, more to the mindful minute, I stopped doing yes, the question of the day. too. I forgot um, about that. And sometimes it would be something about, we, something we learned about to kind of like reactivate that knowledge mm-hmm. that we learned the week before. But when I'm starting like a new unit or a new project, it'll be more of like an inquisitive type thing. Um, so like for example, you know, um, what do you think, uh, cave people painted with? (laughs) And then they like have a conversation with their neighbor or we, you know, like just start talking like as a class, like what, what do you think they did? Like, you know, how do you think they were able to see in the caves? Like that kind of stuff. And like those questions are always so fun. And I feel like you get some like really silly answers, (laughs) but sometimes you're also like, whoa, that was a great like idea. Like I've never even thought of that. And like. I I miss that, but I feel like right now we really need the mindful minute. <laughs> well, you could do it. I as mean, you could do like, both. Like introduce the question and say, during this mindful minute, mm, I want yeah. you to think about this question. Yeah. And then you do the mindfulness moment, and then you could talk about it afterwards. Yeah. 
maybe that would work still. But I always tell them it's like a minute where they don't really have to think. Oh. So then <laughs> I feel like that defeats yeah. my purpose. I always tell them to like think about how we can have a good day in art. Like, well, and like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How but I was just telling like, it's like the, the one time during the day where nobody's True. asking you to think, nobody's asking you to do oh, something specific. Nice. Like this is your time that. to just chill for one minute or two minutes whatever we're doing um and and I even tell them like when we do the deep breaths and stuff like you don't have to do the deep breaths it's helpful but you don't have to anyway we're getting off topic there um (laughs) (laughs) Uh, going along with um switching up the order of things I think another thing is like changing your environment too yeah like if it's nice out maybe go outside for an activity or maybe you know do a scavenger hunt around the building or if you're, I don't know, go to a different part of the building. Like, mm-hmm. do something different. Move around. Mm-hmm. Like, switch it up so it doesn't get stale. And, like, moving your body or even, like, doing some sort of movement to introduce something rather than just talking about it can yeah. be more engaging. Like, I know, I think when you did, like, balance, you got them in groups and, like, made them <laughs> move around to, like, Super fun. It was a review. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, just, like, moving your body. And that's really good for the kinesthetic learners and stuff. Yeah. Um, and so that is, talking about moving your body, that kind of goes along with something else that you would, like, put in the notes here. I did, um, like, a modified version of four corners. We actually had five answers, so we had to have five corners. Um, rebel. I know. But anyway, so Laura's really good about doing, like, token <gasps> response. Oh. <laughs> I was like, what am I good at? <laughs> token response worksheets about things, especially when mm-hmm. it's, like, there could be a lot of opinions on it, and it's yes. super fun. So I adjusted mine, so they only had five options of, like, you know, I like it, I don't like it, I don't understand it, I have questions, um, or, like, I think it took a lot of time, I forget, I, I limited it down to five, and then, so, they did that worksheet, it was kind of like a filler for when they mm-hmm. finished, and then the next week, what we did is I posted those tokens up around the room, and oh. then they had to go to wherever they thought, yes. and I said, and if you've changed your mind, that's okay, like, I understand, but, like, hopefully not too much has changed and like go to where and so it was interesting to see what they like what they don't like what they think is like confusing or they have questions about and stuff so that was kind of fun so it was like I kind of paired those two activities together and that was I like that it was fun and like you could do it so many different ways too it was just like what's a quick way we can kind of go through this to where they Mm -hmm. see the value in the worksheet and not just like them putting their opinion there yeah um and then like I mean, I just flipped through their worksheet to see did they do it so that they'd be ready for the next week. Yeah. And then I didn't necessarily have to, like, grade it. It was a participation grade. So yeah. that was kind of nice. I like when they can give their own opinions about stuff. Mm, and it's that, so fun. I think that hooks them. Like, it's yeah. a good way to engage them and making sure they know that, you know, you're – everybody has different opinions. Like – no answer is wrong. Like we're learning some cool things. Like when I do a token response, and if you don't know what that is, it's where you have like a bunch of different artworks and then you have different quote unquote tokens. Or like symbols. Symbols. Yeah. Like a heart for your favorite, an X for your least favorite, a money symbol for which one do you think is the most expensive? And like all those things. There's so many things you could do. It's making me realize that we should make that as a resource for people to like (gasps) make a token response game. I'll get on that. But they have so much fun with that because I like to point out, like, oh, whose favorite is this one? And then someone else is like, oh, that was my least favorite. And I was like, oh, you guys are opposite. I, and so I always cool. point that out, too, because I'm like, look, you're on opposite corners of the room yes. because you feel differently about things. I like, think about it's so doing fun. it, like, moving around the room like that. That's a really good idea. I or loved it. Or you could it. have... 
um, I don't know what this game is called, but we did it at like a professional development thing where you just had, like they said, okay, if you think this is blah, 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 then you're standing on this side. If you think mm. it's this, stand on this side of the room. Yeah. And then you just split half and half. And then the next one, you know, you assign something to each side of the room and yeah. you switch half and half. I what is know. that called? I don't know. Oh, man. I've never done it with students and I think it would I be have, really great. I have, long time ago. You could do that with like introducing a new artwork or even like a review or like... Um, like a critique at the end, like, did you like, okay, so right now I'm doing weaving with paper weaving, and they had to scrape paint to their paper, mm-hmm. and then we're paper weaving, and then we're going to draw on it. So I could do like, did you like the painting part of it, or did you like the weaving part of yeah. it, and have them go to whichever side, and yeah. they give their opinion. I think yeah. that would be fun. That'd be really fun. I like that. Anyway, I'm just getting ideas from my own classroom. Yeah, I know. Well, like, I, I kind of <laughs> wondered that if we would start coming up with more things as we yeah. did this. Um, so one time, and I haven't done this recently because it was like an older project. Um, I was doing like, um, a landscape project and, um, like in fourth grade, um, in our state, they focus on like state history. And so I was trying to tie Mm -hmm. it into that. And so to, um, kind of like spark their curiosity or their interest I forget how many I put up but like let's say I put five landscapes up around the room and I made sure they all looked very different but they were all from our state they had like a list of like one through five or you know did in their sketchbook or whatever and then I had them all labeled and they had to go around the room and figure out what state they thought that landscape was because they didn't know we were were learning about same state yes (laughs) they didn't know we were learning about our state oh you hadn't told them that yet no that's and I was kind of wondering if they would like catch on or because you know they were doing it like as a part of social studies and stuff and so and like of course you know that that, that's not what they're thinking about right like they're not thinking of that and I was like would you believe these are all our state and they're like what I had no idea and like some of them were really some of them were really obvious so like if I could find more ways to do stuff like that um like making more guesses and like kind of getting up and moving around like that was that was so much fun it's just trying to wrap your head around how that works for certain projects or units True. and stuff yeah um but that was really fun to like I might try to trick them yeah and then they're like you tricked us i'm like no 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 like this is a learning experience That's like funny. because our state can look very different depending yeah. on where you're at and, and so that was that really cool all different kinds of ways like all right. different artists can right be doing the same kind of subject matter in so many different styles like right. that's interesting yeah it now, was super fun talking about all these things of like moving around and guessing and stuff makes me think of games like yeah. just games in general whether it's like a straightforward game like there's so many little artsy games that you can buy mm-hmm. like on amazon and stuff like little quick drawing games or like pictionary stuff like that um just doing some kind of game like that Mm-hmm. can be really engaging at the beginning yeah. or like those games if you're doing a specific artist like the roll a dice game and you roll the dice and it tells you what to draw Ugh, i love those i do too roll a picasso roll a burrito yes. love it roll a kandinsky with oh. uh, second grade i've done like roll a pumpkin before where it's got oh, different parts of a yeah. pumpkin yeah <laughs> super fun i'm always like why didn't i think of that like these people have come up with good ideas but so many to find online if you want to do some sort of art game and that's a nice way to kind of get your kids excited too Mm -hmm. yeah and I think um one other thing and I it can be really hard with you know transitioning kids in and out of your classroom so quickly and I don't have tons of examples of this I don't even know if I have one off the top of my head but like 
creating more of an experience, like an immersive uh-huh. type experience or like a more interactive type thing. Um, yeah. And so like I, one thing I could think of is like if you're wanting to kind of give them this like, oh, we're at a museum experience. Like what if yeah. like their projects are finished and we sit them out and they've got their names in front mm-hmm. of them and like, you know, an artist like statement. An art gallery or yeah. a gallery walk. Yeah, but, but make it a little bit more of, like, a big deal and, like, yeah. oh, we're going to be quiet because we're in the art gallery and oh, stuff like that. Oh, you could like make that. them have a ticket to come in. Oh, that would be like, so cute. Or they could be art crit- critics and have yeah. to, like, write things down in a notebook. Yeah, which, like, like, I have them do that, like, cute. with, like, they – I have them sometimes write about each yeah. other's artwork and stuff. But, like, that could be a really fun way. I guess that wouldn't necessarily be, like – a hook but like if you were wanting to start talking about more of like galleries and museums or something yeah and that's just an example or you could make it like you're going to the museum to see the certain kind of artwork yeah or like, what if you even put out oh my gosh what if you even put out like <laughs> the older kids stuff like if you're doing this oh, little kids yeah. because then they're or getting to versa, see yeah and the older kids yeah. would love to see the younger oh, kids stuff i love this so much yes. <laughs> um, you could do a whole like like critique lesson for the older kids talking about the younger kids work so this makes me think of my daughter's in kindergarten right now and the other day her her teacher was telling me and then I saw pictures that her teacher shared they went on a plane ride and they're flying to different countries until the end of the school year to like visit different lights around the world like holiday lights around the world and learning about different you know different traditions and stuff so it showed a picture of all their little chairs on the carpet facing the screen and there was like no. a, a little picture on the screen and they have their little airplane ticket and a passport oh and stuff. So like you could do something really yeah. fun like that and like travel to different places yeah. if you're doing curriculum that's like, you know, different cultures yeah. or different areas of the world yeah. or or even going to like museums and yeah. stuff like that. And, and I think I think I I tend to get stuck in my head because I'm like I have so many students, how do I make that work? Yeah. Like and so it's sometimes you have to scale it down from what you might, you know, yeah. really want to happen, but like there's like you, probably we can't still all a way Ron Clark like with, <laughs> or who <laughs> like who is it? Um, RIP Chandler Bing. <laughs> um what what are those those two teachers uh king something and hope king um oh, wade no, wade and hope king if yeah. you haven't learned about them before in your education they do get world, your teach on yes and they talk a lot about experiences, experiences like this yeah. and like changing your whole classroom like i mean hardcore like yeah putting paper all all over the walls and stuff. It's a lot of work. It is. And in our case, like, we, our curriculum is set up. Like, each grade level is doing something completely different. If you have a different type of curriculum, you could do, mm-hmm. like, your whole room a certain way, and every grade level is doing something that goes along with that. Mm-hmm. But then it is a lot of work. So. Yeah. Scaling it down is a good yeah. idea, like you said. Yeah. And I think the only other, like, thing that I thought about was, like, um, kind of goes along with, like, my, like, like posing a question at the beginning of class or like kind of like we're going to practice doing something is like doing like a quick write or a quick draw about something um on the screen that they have like no context or like little context to so like for example I just thought of one that you do that I do too um when um we were doing a project based on Henri Rousseau Laura would have yes. them close their eyes and then pretend they're walking through a jungle. And you could, like, that could be an experience, right? You could have, like, these rain sounds yes. going and stuff and, like, birds chirping and stuff. So and relaxing. Yeah. <laughs> and um, and then, like, okay, so what do you see? Like, can you – are there things you can reach out and touch? Like, can you feel things and whatever? 
And so, like, I eventually, like, made a script so that I'd remember, like, all the things I really wanted them to kind of think through. And it is so fun to watch them with their eyes closed. And I'm like, can you feel something? And they, like, reach out. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, like, yes. like, they're like, a tiger <gasps> jumped at me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and so then, and then what she would have them do, and I do this too, is like, okay, open your eyes, draw what you saw. And yes. it is so, it's such a oh, fun way to start. Again. I know. I, I do it every year. It's such a fun way to start um, something like that. Um, so that's even like a great way to do that is like, okay, let's imagine this and then let's draw it. I think you just have to have, you have to build rapport and relationship with your students to have them buy into this. Yeah. Like the little kids are a lot easier to get to do some of these things. The older kids will do it, but you have to kind of, you know, foster that, like environment with them in your classroom and like it's a safe place to do this but and like, like also get them to buy in they think they're too cool sometimes i, know, I don't it's... know that you can always get them to buy into uh. stuff like that like they they just don't it's not that they won't and it's not that they can't they just think they're too cool they think they're too cool and so then if you can't get all of them to buy in yeah you one don't... person can ruin it yes because that's like what happens with my mindful minute if one of them thinks oh. it's silly or funny then a bunch of them start yeah. thinking it's silly and funny had... and it drives me insane i was giving my fifth graders this is off topic sorry but i was giving my fifth graders it's kind of on topic <laughs> it is a little bit so they i was giving them a chance to do the mindfulness moment and do the chime and i was like oh they're really excited about that they're like wanting to do this and then the other day i had one girl do it and then other people some boys in the class were like giving her a hard time and like just not being respectful with it and it was more like you know silly and fun and not what it's supposed to be mm-hmm. so I took that privilege away from them yeah and it ruined it for the other classes too because I'm like no this is <laughs> not what it's supposed to be doing so it's sometimes it's hard to get those older kids to buy yeah. into stuff but there's other ways I think they're really good with like finding things that they relate to like yeah. they're really into you know, pop culture stuff. Right. Like I did right. something with tennis shoes and they like went crazy yeah. for it. <laughs> so finding things that they love that they will get really into. Um, is there anything else you want to add to this? No. Okay. Do you? No, I think we covered a lot and I got some good ideas. I, I know. To, I might <laughs> go, need back, to go and back and listen to this one later, especially with like it being the end of, you know, one quarter, getting ready for coming back in January if you're on our schedule in mm-hmm. the US. Like it might be a nice little refresh thing. Speaking yeah. of refresh. Oh yeah. Yeah. Nice, it, my, look at you. Uh, nice no, little segue. That. <laughs> but um wait, when is If you are not part of our Blending the Rules crew, tomorrow we are having a whole meeting about, like, refreshing for the new year, and we're going to talk about different ways that you can, you know, freshen it up for you and your students, whether it's behavior or lessons or whatever kinds of things in your classroom. It'll be kind of of similar to this, but this was just more about the hooks. Yes. And so it'll be more, like, other things, too, not just... hooks like we'll probably talk about a few of these but then there'll be some other things probably a big one and like going over procedures again how do we do all these things when you need to kind of refresh your room at the and your students for the beginning of next year but anyway if you want to join us for that then go to our website and sign up and you'll get a link to our zoom for that and then we'll have tons of resources um, if you go to our, well, our website is blendingtherules.com. You can find that there. You can find us on Instagram, Blending the Rules Podcast, TikTok, Blending the Rules Podcast 1. We have a TPT store now where we have lots of resources getting put up there. 
and um, you can use them right away, like download it, print it off, mm-hmm. use it in your classroom the very next day or the next hour if you're a procrastinator <laughs> like myself. Um, and then Facebook, we're on there now. Where else are we? Threads, but we are oh, really no, bad really about threads. threads. <laughs> we're not on threads. I mean, not we're really. not there. You Who don't know. You don't. Yeah. We're not there. Um, we have an Amazon storefront. If you're looking for ideas, we oh, put out yeah. um that ultimate artsy gift guide, um which last week's episode was about. But um, check that out. Like, there's a lot of great ideas, and we t- as we find more, we just keep adding more yes. to it. <laughs> Good little stocking stuffers, last minute gifts for those procrastinators. So yeah, but. For now, keep blending.